Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. Tone, take it away! Hello! What is going on? Hi. <laughs> What's up? Go ahead. Um... Very, very interesting, very interesting weekend that we knew we wouldn't get a chance to talk about everything yesterday. I only think, did we make a mistake doing the Travis Kelsey on the air yesterday as opposed to the Chris Rock yesterday? I didn't see Chris Rock over the weekend, so so how could I have done it? So had we have done it, would we have? Well, you didn't see Kelsey either. I don't know. Oh, you missed everything. Yeah, but I could get away with Kelsey. I don't care. We can fudge It's SNL. There's clips. With Chris Rock, mm. I have to. I have to get. The oh, whole there was thing. one clip that was circulating on Chris Rock, and it was that part that we're going to talk about. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking. I've been looking okay. forward to this since you told me. I go, okay, well, I'm as passionate about this because I. I mean, listen, I've been a little bit down on, on your role in the podcast for a, a little bit. I haven't. Ex- I haven't said that to you. I want to do a movie podcast once a month. I want to. You got tired of doing movies. Maybe I went back to that well too much. I just love talking about movies with you, and mm-hmm. when you told me you were tired of me talking movies to you, I got I, I I got really sad. I got really sad. Were they movies that I had seen? I don't know, but you were just like, you do movies too much. I'm like, all right, fine. Well, it's tough because... It hurt my feelings. It's an immediate tune-out if someone hasn't seen the movie. They're not going to listen to us talk about, talk about the movie. If... Well, I'm not going to sit there and talk about Encanto. And we're I'm not... going to talk about a classic movie. Well... Did, were we giving people a heads up on the movie ahead of time? I don't know. Because if we weren't, then that's another. Well, we reason had talked about maybe doing it and actually listen, like naming a movie that we were going to talk about mm-hmm. this day. To but do, we didn't do that. To do movies, we'd have to both kind of like this Chris Rock thing. Tell people we're going to do it, then watch it, give people a chance to watch it, and then we're all having a communal experience on it. Yeah. I mean, then it makes sense. Then you could do it. I mean, I just think there's some movies that we start talking about that people have seen so many times yeah. that it doesn't matter. I got a little, I got a little bit uh, upset with Dustin okay. last week because he said I have terrible taste in movies because he didn't want to watch Slapshot, and I said, "What? You didn't want to watch it because it's old?" 
I go, you're the one who's telling everybody you're stupid, not me. Just because a movie's old, you don't want to um, watch it? I go, that's really a re- that's a yeah, very but, but all, shallow reason to not watch a film. I I, I can't imagine. Oh, I don't want to. I can't assume, see Ben-Hur. It's too old. I just assume at this point that everybody has, especially people around me, have such an eclectic catalog of comedians, movies, music but imagine that i never assume that everybody's on the same page well, on most things anymore okay but with our chemistry on some, on a lot of things imagine if i was one click off on any one of those things like and you are actually one click off on one of them you are not in on music and mm. i am you are in more on current music and i am more in on up to i'd say 2010 and now i'm i'm getting a little like uh there was glowzilla is it glowzilla who had a trampling incident? I don't know that. One. Was that the Rochester? Who, yeah, I go. Who is? Did this? it happen in a high school this wrestling gym this weekend? No, and no, I don't know. Exactly. Like I'm like I don't know who this person is. I have no idea. No, it was bad. And it was all yeah, over a lot of people got hospitalized. Internet. Yeah, I felt terrible. What was the one that happened years and years ago? Which concert was it? Which concert was? I don't it? know. Was it the Who? I forget. Which concert? It wasn't the Great White incident. That was the fire. Oh, that's that was the last one I know. But I, I'm talking about the trampling incident. I want to say it might have been the Who. No, that, but I, um, I had told you that the reason music did not uh, was not did not leave the impression on me as most people is I was listening to so much talk radio. Yeah, you were all talk radio. I mean, I was who who at 12 years old is listening. Yeah, that's a little weird to, to me. To Rush Limbaugh, Buck Harris. <laughs> Listen to everybody. If there was a guy doing a show, I was so the, the I was mystified. Like everything about radio was so interesting to me. When most normal people were just listening to music, and and getting out in their yeah. teenage angst years, uh, all my buddies were listening to the one in Houston. It just popped in my head. It was in Houston. It was like Astro World. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, that was that was a that was a while ago. I'm talking like about three, what happened this weekend, three or four years ago. Yeah. Um. Go Glorilla. 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 I said Glowzilla. No, I have I'm no sorry. idea Glorilla. who that is. That's a different. That's the second version. Yeah, that's a different. Wasn't it, combined. Wh- wasn't it Travis Scott that had a yep. bunch Travis Scott of the mayhem? Yeah. He was having a bunch of the mayhem go down, and he basically would get up on stage and see stuff start to go bad, and then would encourage more of it. Yes. And then he would be shocked and stunned Speaking afterwards of- when his 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 fragile young Concert goers would be on the ground getting kicked and and run over and then taken to the hospital. He's like, who could have seen this coming? I don't know. You told people to like run away from police and stuff. Yeah. Like, what did you think was going to happen at your I, concert? I just watched the Woodstock '99 three part documentary on Netflix, awesome. and that awesome. was that was the thing with Fred Durst. He was like telling yeah. them like, let's rip this whole place apart, and then he was like, it's not my fault. Like maybe don't tell them to pull down the fifty foot tower in the middle of the yeah they and then wanted no responsibility right. for it afterwards even all these years later even a mature Fred Durst is like Pff, I mean it's concerts it's what we do we, yeah we, you're we, supposed we, to that's what the happens at our concert break stuff write one that says rebuild stuff no. Fred how nobody nobody wants to be on the other end of that lawsuit write one that says how about we all calm down yeah okay mm. let's do that oh, that was a great documentary It'll be a chart topper a strong documentary. Um, I remember I, I started looking up those old VJs. Yeah. And the one girl that was at the center, was it Allison Stewart or uh, what was her name? Matt Pinfield was always a good one. There were so many of them. And I'm like, these people were, we didn't have the internet. 
Okay, we didn't have right. social media. Ah, no this was our lens yes. into what was going TRL on in the world. and all that. And yeah. we watched. I, 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 anytime I was home, TRL would run twice. It would run right after Gosh, school and then later so on. Right. And so that was how we knew about world events through pop culture. It was, right. M- it was MTV. And then they would have, yeah, uh, they would break in and tell you at the top of the hour or the bottom of the hour or whatever and have the Kurt MTV, Loder, man. Kurt yeah. Loder Kurt, would tell uh, you hey, MTV you News. He was the Kurt, journalist. Kurt Loder was the serious newsman on there, man. And when Kurt Loder spoke, you listened. There was, oh. There's Adam Curry, too, who's who's become like worth like $100 million and has a podcast. Really? And like hit it big on, I forgot yes. what the investment was, but he's got so much freaking money. And I'm like... I knew these people way back when. Speaking of newsmen, what uh, what news did your family watch growing up? Like the nightly national news. Which one was it? Was Nick, it we Tom were, Brokaw? Yeah, was it? We were Tom Brokaw. We were Tom no. Brokaw. You know what? Wrong. Peter Jennings. Really? We were. We, it was Peter Jennings. Yes, we watched the Canadian deliver us the American news. I think it was the Voice. Yeah, Peter Jennings is a good voice. I think it was the Voice. We were Tom Brokaw. Who were you? Andy Griffin's show. It was on TBS. It was a rerun. I don't know a lot of Dan Rather's. And Dan Rather's from Texas. I can imagine a lot of people in, yeah, in we Oklahoma probably, would probably be Dan I don't Rather. know. I, I don't remember. I do remember I watched a ton of like old black and white reruns hmm. after school until primetime TV started. We watched mm-hmm. the local news, and that was it. We didn't watch the NBC nightly news or the, <laughs> you know, lo- Local news, which would get like a 75 share every right. night. The yep. entire town would watch local news. Well, it was news. a big deal. And the people that were working sales for local news were driving the nicest cars and, that's, and making the most amount of money. I would guess that Dick, Gard, Dick Goddard here was there was a guy there, Travis Meyer. That guy was everywhere. He was in he was in the Skywatch forecast in the chopper, right? <laughs> and then when the Weather Channel started, he went to be the regional guy for Oklahoma, Texas, you know, all the, those areas. And came back and flipped to the Fox station from the CBS station. Probably got his deal. salary doubled. It was a huge. Oh, he he had to have been making three hundred, four hundred thousand. <laughs> the amount of money in local TV back then. Yeah, outstanding. Because that was the only way to advertise. That I mean, and the you newspaper know what a was double big wide too. cost back then. I mean, he, he can mm. probably have oh, six yeah. or seven pushed he together. Owned a whole park. All right. <laughs> All right, Tone. Sorry, I was taking a drink. Go ahead and uh, let's get it going, man. Uh, so Welcome, tell me about it. Take me through. So I got home that night. I was at a, night? at a buddy's on Saturday night. Saturday night. And I was like, how am I going to get all this in? Because we were watching the stream of the John Carroll playoff tournament game. They lost. Oh, by the way, good luck to CSU tonight. We didn't even wish CSU good luck yeah, today. During our, during the our girls play at like 1230, I think. The women's mm-hmm. Destiny Leo. She's yeah. unbelievable. Best women's basketball player I've ever seen in person. Freakishly good. Before you start anything, I've seen a lot. I've seen all of them. She I is saw, so good. I saw Kurt Miller's teams at BG, so I don't Cheryl know Cheryl Swoops. I, I never saw her live. Oh, okay. Um, Cheryl Swoops is. So I got I got home Swoops, and there it is. the Cavs were playing Detroit well, and I didn't. It's that time of the year where. Real, I sat there and watched that whole damn thing. Well, I was bar. in transit for part of it and I get home. It was close for a half and I get home and they're up twenty. So that was it. Okay. Um, then I I wanted the spectacle of the Chris Rock thing because I knew there was a, like a pregame show and I'm like this seems like yeah. a disaster. What's this going to be like? So I have to put it on. And by and large, it was a disaster. The pregame was it show. Who was on the pregame show? I think I saw Leslie Jones doing stand up at one point. Um, not my, necessarily my cup like of tea. In the theater, it wasn't in a different room. It was no. The, she was the comedy store in L.A. Okay, he was in Baltimore. So the what Chris was this, Rock, like WrestleMania two. Yeah, they had people what in different. They, they had people in different places. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Um, so they had a bunch of stand ups go up and do. <laughs> A little time here and there. Then I saw Dana Carvey and David Spade. They were promoting the podcast and everything. 
Uh, and then it hit. Then it was like, all right, th- this is it. And uh, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be right out of the gates. The whole theme was going to be about Will Smith. Right. And none of it was. You would have never known. If this was your first time seeing Chris Rock, uh, you would have been like, all right, Chris Rock. It's it's not vintage Chris Rock because you got to remember, when Chris Rock, it, it, what, he had two... Do you have two or three Grammy award-winning comedy specials? Yeah, in the 90s. Late bigger 90s, and blacker. Right? Uh, was and they Bad were the, As I Want to Be, was that one of them? And I, I, they were the biggest things going. They were by far the biggest things going in comedy during that yes. time. Mm-hmm. Well, he the, had the song even, No Sex in the Champagne right? Room. Right, right. I'm trying to think who, else, who, was, who was as big as Chris Rock was then. Like Dave Chappelle, now we There's talk about. In the but who room. who in the late '90s was doing? Who was getting the huge special that was getting watched from At coast to that coast? Time. I don't even know if Bill Maher was. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I'm talking was at the the start of public consciousness in comedy. Uh, like who was who was huge in the late? Like Adam Martin Sandler Lawrence. was doing movies. Martin doing Lawrence was doing was them huge. in the nineties. Martin Lawrence was big. Martin Lawrence was huge. Um, but he Chris huge. Chris Rock was a crossover. He was getting Black everybody America, White America. He was getting yeah, everybody, yeah. and he was doing the HBO, wasn't it? HBO at the time. Yes. While everybody else was getting like the premium blend on Comedy Central, they were getting like their broken up twenty minute, very PG specials. Chris Rock was doing specials that were getting quoted the next day at school. Yeah. Or the, the the Monday at school, people were quoting, and you you felt like a little bit of a rebel if you got to see Chris Rock. It was almost it, it became kind of annoying, just like the Dave Chappelle Chappelle Show stuff. You know, when I was in college, when everybody was just saying the same stuff. Um, so I was intrigued because I can't remember a stand-up special that was this as anticipated in a while, in a long time. Again, nothing like it well, was back then. And this was a first because well, Saturday night, it was an actual live event. Right? Yes. It wasn't. Like, well, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I, I, I got to do some thinking here for a second. I'm just trying to think of what what has been big in the world of comedy where everybody, and I, again, not everybody because this still has a fraction of the audience of what maybe his right. old specials were. Well, just in our it's tough universe, to get anybody with, uh, except for sports and the State of the Union. I mean, you can name them just or, or, or a debate throughout history of of stand up comedy. It's Carlin, it's uh, Pryor, 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 yep, Eddie Murphy, yep, Chris Rock, Martin Lawrence, and then it's into like Chappelle, Dane Cook. Well, now it's so fractured, right? Everybody is so fractured. Well, everybody gets their comedy a different way. Everybody has. Their podcast groups, or um, so there's. I think there's a point right there. What I I enjoyed about Chris Rock is there's some, there's obviously some some topics and things that are very strong in this last one. I mean, very strong. And there's language, and and you know there was, you know I was talking about it with some people yesterday, even because I watched it in the middle of the day yesterday, and there there were some people who wanted to talk with me about it, and they were they mentioned Dave Chappelle's. Uh, latest stand-up specials and uh, some language that was involved in there. And I said, you know, for them, yeah, I'm, I'm bothered by some of it, but at the same time, like they are, they're men who are older and they don't care anymore about, you know, being canceled in their own way. You're bothered by what? You said you're bothered. 
Uh, there was an F word thrown in there by Dave Chappelle that I didn't care for. Um, a couple other things that I, yeah, but it's just, it's like, listen, I know what, I know what I'm going in. I know what I'm going to hear going in. I know I'm going to hear going in. So it wasn't like I, I was appalled and turned it off. Okay. I'm not going to act like that. It's just, you don't hear it every day and then you hear it. It's like, Ooh boy. And so that it can make you a little uncomfortable when you hear it, to be honest with you. And there were some people who shared the same feelings I did, but at the same time, they look at it and going, it's their first amendment. You came to my show. You should have known what you got into mm-hmm. coming here. So I, I can understand that. I can understand where they may have been coming from there. And I think that those guys, you know, some of that is where that is going to go away someday. Now, I don't know if that's for the better or for the worse. I'm not sure. Cause I, I do think there's a place for blue comedy. I do think there should be a place for blue comedy. And I think there should be a place for deep thought on, on either side. But you're you're still you're starting to see a lot of guys who who really who came up when we were kids, and they are really pushing back, really pushing back uh, in a new against a new wave. It seems a comedy, and they seem to really enjoy that people are bothered by what they're saying. Now I don't think that's altogether great. Yeah, but you can tell there's something in there that they like. Yeah, and no, I I was I wasn't annoyed. I thought overall. As far as just a comedy special goes, I thought it was a good quality comedy special. I was about Chappelle on that yeah, now with, with sure, Rock. Sure, I, I, but I wanted, I wanted to get it back to this just to say that just in the world of – I know all these comedians are talking cancel culture all the time because they mm-hmm. feel like it's an affront against what they do. And yet at the same time, Louis C.K. was just doing a special at Madison Square Garden. So how much has he truly been canceled, right? Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. has done jokes on Saturday Night Live about pedophilia. Okay, so how much has he truly been canceled? He, he lost a lot of money, he lost a lot of opportunity, and next thing you know, boom, he's selling out shows at Madison Square Garden again, you know, four years later. So, yeah, you'll take a hit. Cancel culture will, will make sure that you take a hit. But in the end, um, these guys can all make a living. Or there are people willing to still go see you. And there are people, they all have fan bases, and, and guys now, because of podcasting, can go directly to their fans like never before. In fact, Louis C.K., I get an email. Because I've paid for a few of his stand-up specials, he goes straight to the consumer. He has he pays for it himself. He doesn't have a network. He doesn't have anybody that has control over his content. He controls his content. He sells it right. So directly he's got to all you. the distribution and all that. All he's, of it. All he, of it comes back. To so him. so he knows he he can make his money back. Um, I have to say the shock value stuff to me. I mean, I'm 41 years old. I have lived and appreciated through Howard Stern. Through Opie and Anthony. Hell, I watched old Sam Kinison uh, stuff. I watched Mar- uh, I watched Pryor. I watched, uh, you I know, understand. I watched I watched all these guys. And then I've come up through, you know, Patrice O'Neill, Louis C.K. I mean, give me all the, the, the most outrageous, cool. shocking. I've watched Dave Chappelle obsess about the trans world for five specials. There really isn't anything, even though I know I have a child now and I'm married and my values are supposed to have evolved. As far as shocking, I've been shocked. There's nothing more at this point in terms of Anthony Jeselnik, his whole special. I go for clever. He shocks and uses clever. I love clever. I want things to be clever, not necessarily just shocking. So that's what I look for in all these specials. So Chris Rock was kind of shocking and provocative in the late 90s. Well, nothing he does now can shock me. 
I've just gotten to that level. Now, maybe if you're young you're and you're a, in your 20s. You're a shock master, if you will. I enjoy mm. the shock master, and I'd like to see the return in the uh, world of wrestling. All I'm, all I'm saying is that just to come out and swear a lot or to come out and have well, you know huge opinions on cancel culture, I've been there, done that already. I've seen so much of it, plus I listen to podcasts. I hear these comedians harp on it all the time. I just don't think it's that interesting. And so while I enjoyed this special, the only thing that was going to potentially shock me or be so interesting that no one else has done was going to be his Will Smith material. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting there captivated, waiting to see how a skilled craftsman of comedy would get to the Will Smith stuff when everybody's made a Will Smith joke now. Everybody has made a joke about the slap. So I thought it was going to be really brutally difficult with a margin for error on this stuff. I was really curious to see how he would handle it. And what shocked me the most is I did not expect him to be as mad on stage. I expected him to have a really smart set about it, and that went right out the window about two jokes in. Well, he had a funny joke about He messed about, up a joke. He, he was messed, so pissed. He, me, he was so emotional. And he messed up one. So, he was that mad. And in a way, I appreciated it. I appreciated it. It just surprised me that a guy is experienced. I'm going to let you guys go, and I'm going to get mine out. As go experienced ahead. as he is, whether it's live audience or not, I don't think that was going to bother him at all. The moment. I, I didn't expect the moment to be too big for him or anything like that. This is a guy who's hosted the Oscars. This is a guy who has gone up in front of 100 million people before, 80 million people, and been able to talk and be able to improv and go off the cuff. So none of that was going to surprise me. What did surprise me is I expected there to be a set that he workshopped on well, the Smith. That's what I was going to ask. It's It's very evident that the other 55 minutes of it has been worked yes. out. He's yes. went up hundreds of times in small rooms and medium-sized theaters and all that. He's worked on that stuff. He couldn't work this out, right? He did. He couldn't and he didn't. And I I, I understood it afterwards. So that's why I'm kind of cool with yeah. how it went. Oh, it was. You want to talk about, like, just, rugged? Just as a fan of comedy mm-hmm. and the process. I love the process of it all. And in this case, there was no process. Right. He wasn't at the comedy cellar or the comedy store doing sets in front of 200 people to, to gauge, are they laughing at this? Do I need to rework this? Do I need a different punchline? Do I need a callback? Do I need to set this up differently? He didn't do that for this set. Well, and even his beats are his beats have been the same since the 90s. He rep, you know, he says things that he thinks are funny and he repeats them until you think it's funny as well. That's just That's sentences shit. and things, right? Yeah. Um and this that wasn't it. That was clearing. That's getting it off your chest. It was raw. I mean, it was as raw as you will see any stand-up comedian in that spot where a lot of people are going to assess how he did. And there's going to be a lot of uh, obviously a lot of fallout. Will Smith at some point is going to get asked about this. Yep. Uh, Jada Pinkett, I think she's already on record. I think she didn't see it. That's bull. There's no chance in hell. Maybe you disagree with me. No chance in hell. Will Smith has not seen that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Set or Jada Pickett-Smith has not seen that set at this point. I'll give my thoughts when you guys are ready. You guys ready? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing about the shock and the outrage. I'm not outraged by any of it. Not, not outraged. I, I'm a little bit. There are certain situations where we have been very careful to avoid, especially I told you there was a there was a situation I was in where I, I'm trying to always pay attention to who might be watching and what might be going on. So when you hear those words, it is a bit jarring. It is a little jarring on oh boy, geez. Um now I will say and I don't mean to as a parent. I don't, I'm getting to a point where Axel knows, Axel, Axel knows not to use some of that, some of them words. And Eli knows not to use some of them words, but Jonah just says whatever he hears. And so I can't have him saying it. So I got to like, kind of look around and make sure everything's cool. So, so yesterday was the perfect day to watch in the middle of the day. I watched the whole thing. And then I went back and watched the Will Smith thing twice. I watched the Will Smith part of it at the end again. Mm -hmm. And the reason I did it is because I felt for for Chris Rock, I felt it was so smart because I'm going, that's right. I don't I didn't see any interviews with him. I didn't see what was there a press release or anything? I don't know if there was Will Smith, I think. I, there might he, have been a Will Smith issued, press release, but I don't know oh, if there was a from Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. No, I don't believe and so. And I remember, didn't Chris Rock do like, didn't he have a comedy show and everybody thought he was going to say something yes. next? Like, he, well, he came here. And, yeah. He and he didn't say a word it about it. It was like a one night in June. And he so just showed up on a Tuesday. Chris Rock was so smart. He turned that into a business opportunity. Mm. I don't know what he made. Twenty five mil is the is the is what he is being twenty five million dollars. So that's being thrown around. All I mil. keep hearing is how big in debt Netflix is, and they got twenty five million dollars to pay Chris Rock. That's mm. amazing. So Chris Rock took that and turned it like it was a bleep. You you came up and slapped me in front of everybody. Now I'm gonna make money off you. Like because Chris Rock could have been, he could have taken him to court. He could have sued him. You slapped me in front of God and everybody. I mean, everybody saw that thing, and he could have done that, or I'm just going to hold on to it for a year, could have put HBO against Netflix, got his manager, I'm sure, involved, we'll do a live thing, we'll do it live, it'll be the first time, and maybe the only time, I'll ever talk about Will Smith. We'll have it live on you 25, I didn't know, 25 million that, it's just It's just speculated. Holy jeez. And there were rumors that Oprah was after the big interview. Even if it were $5 million, 
even if it were five. So he didn't go and talk to Oprah in yeah. her garden. Yep. He didn't go and talk to Dr. Phil or anything like that. He turned it into a thing for himself. That is incredible. That is incredible. The second thing is you can tell how mad he is yeah. at Will Smith, and he explains it. See, I, the thing I, I – it's not where I disagree – I think he worked some of that out, and I think it just overtook him. Yeah, I think it did I too. think he actually, like at the end when he's like, I have parents. Like You're like, okay, you've done this yeah. in a room. You've worked on this material before. But there were parts of that where you could tell he got so mad talking about it and letting, letting it out. Like I'm like, he has held this in for quite a while. He has held this in in front of a lot. Maybe he told, he's not married anymore, but maybe he has a girlfriend or something. Maybe he told a girlfriend Maybe he told his kid. I don't know who he told, but he might have told somebody. But other than that, he has held this in for a year, and he is letting it out. And the other thing is, is that there is another specific word that he used that he was saying that everybody was calling Will Smith, which is a very strong word, a very strong word. And he was explaining how he was trying to, be on Will Smith's side and things like that. And then basically, I mean, the way the way Chris Rock explains it, like, yeah, Chris Rock is that big. Will Smith could throw me right out the window right now if he wanted to. He's in great shape. And so the way that Chris Rock explained it, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was, I really did. I thought the way that Chris Rock did it, there were some other things that he. I mean, whatever you thought of the rest of the, the rest, the rest of the 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 comedy special. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of strong stuff in there. But when it comes to the Will Smith stuff, you could tell that was from the heart. Um, you could tell that was personal. I thought it was smart that he waited for so long. I thought it was strong. I mean, it was just, I was just blown away. I, I was, was surprised. Just blown away by what, how raw yeah. it was. Well, like, it this was, guy is and it so was, mad at him And right it was now. vulnerable because, I mean, he's up there in front of all these people, not only there, but he's also playing to the cameras. He's not just playing to the crowd because he knows it's a special that's being picked up live yes. everywhere. It's not something that's going to be edited later on and have two shows that are going to be immaculately edited together with with fake reaction shots from the crowd. No, this was... This was seriously a real thing that I, I, I just haven't seen in so long, a live performance like this that was that long, and that he was up there on an island. Like, he screwed up, and he admitted. He even admitted it. Like, you just never see anything like that. And it overtook him at one point, and that's why I don't think you even got the best of him. You just got an angry Chris Rock who had some pretty good jokes. I mean, the, the summertime ringing in my Ear, I mean, it's yeah. a it's a great line, and the way he ended it was perfect. About the we were taught at a very young age that whole thing, I thought that was good. I was surprised seven minutes. I really thought this was going to be an anchor, uh, because he's never going to talk about this again. Or maybe if he does, it'll joke about it. But he's never he's not going to do the Oprah thing. I loved how he said, "I am not a victim. Yep. I am not a victim. This is show business. That's, I think, what hurt him the most, is that we've all signed up for this fame, celebrity. No one feels bad for us. We make a lot of money. We can't go anywhere without people ogling at us, wanting autographs, wanting pictures. That's what we signed up for. We are not victims in this situation, but we are professionals in show business, and we don't act like this. And you acted like this in front of one of the biggest audiences because it was after COVID. The Oscars is back. 
back. This was a huge moment, and this was out of control, something that you should never have expected. He could have pressed charges. He could have absolutely pressed. He could sue. Instead of suing or doing any of that, I think in a way he humiliated uh, Will Smith even more in this. I mean, if you're Will Smith and you're watching this, and it's a year later. so you want this thing to go away. Th- you, you thought it was probably kind of – Kind of not it's over. It's just so damn stupid. Why would you go banned, up there and slap him like you're that? You're banned from the Oscars for 10 years. It's always going to get brought up forever. But people weren't talking about it the way, obviously, it was a year anniversary and, and maybe a few days. But for him to bring it up and the fact that he was so mad about it that he didn't laugh it off, <coughs> that he didn't have fun with it, that he didn't say, ah, you know, it's not that big of a deal, that he was so severely hurt by it, kind of emotionally, and just that he has to answer to it, that, that, that he got dragged into this because somebody else couldn't control their temper, because someone else did well, something that that you've been taught since day one of your life, which is, hey, sticks and stones. Like, you let that get to you and make a fool of everybody involved, and now you are forever conjoined with Will Smith for the rest of your life, that people are going to mention Will Smith, and then they're going to mention Chris Rock, Mm -hmm. and he had to suffer through that humiliation too, even though all he did was tell a joke, and it was, was of of all the jokes, I mean, we did that on the air a year ago when it happened. Like, we went over how how vicious was that of an attack truly on Jada Pickett-Smith. Who is, beauti- who is beautiful, who everybody I recognizes think, uh, listen, is gorgeous. Listen, I didn't think in, in the general sense of it, in the general sense of it, because she has alopecia, right? Yeah, correct. That's what he said he was upset about. That's what he said. And then Chris Rock made an alopecia joke. Wasn't that what it was? No, he said... So she had no I hair. What the joke was even about. And all he said was... Uh, you're going to be great in G.I. Jane 2. That's what he said. And Will Smith went up and dumb throwaway, can't wait for G.I. Jane A 2. throwaway barb in between the Oscars, not even in yes. the monologue. This was a this was a riff. It was definitely – it's yeah. so he was – people forget Will won the Oscar for Best <laughs> yeah. Actor last year after all of that happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, he's talking about the guy who was the clear favorite to win the Best Actor Oscar – and that's it's not so much catching strays, but people know when you're sitting around those those guys. Hey, these comedic, or you know, Chris Rock, Ricky Gervais, they might say something about you as you're sitting beside that's somebody or in the same for. party. Yes, you know, when you're part of it, you saw it even at and the it Grammys. It would have been different if if Jada Pinkett Smith was not was just Will Smith's wife and not also an actress and also famous and also had her own career. She's in show business. If Maybe it was, doesn't happen. She's been he made probably fun doesn't of before. Say if she was Beverly walking down the street and he did it, I think that'd be no. pretty cool. Well, right. Right. But in that, like... He wasn't punching down. It's correct. Jada Pinkett this, Smith. This is somebody who hung out with, you know, was with best friends with Tupac or what, mm. you know, whatever that relationship oh, yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. It's so so overall, Kenny. All I'll say is, um, man, it's sort of... I, I I thought it was it was a cool moment because it was a moment that I think everybody. Yeah, be it that it was seven minutes. Everybody saw it eventually. So whether right, or not because they... Because it's long enough that it's already been clipped and yeah. it's floating. Yeah, so yeah. it's available. Everybody's seen it. I think it's cool. It kind of wraps up the storyline. I'm sure we'll still get fallout. I'm sure every celebrity is going to be questioned about it. What did you think of it? And everybody's got to choose their words carefully and make sure not to piss off Will Smith in case there are big movies down the road. 
Uh, but at the same time, you know, they're all in show business. It's a weird world. It's not any place that any of us can ever identify with, no. which is part of the spectacle, which we love seeing Hollywood melt down. And I think Owen's right, though. I think Owen said it like if she was a private citizen. I mean, not a pro- the, you understand. Right. What no, I'm there saying. are she, there yeah. are actors who married a woman, you know, thirty years ago that they just they knew before they were in the business yeah. or when they were first starting out. Yeah, and maybe that woman was in their acting class, but has went in a different direction. Is no longer doing that. But if this is we've tried to do that that's before. Not like who if, this you, is you, you want to go up to Jim Beheim. That's one thing I ain't going after yeah. Jim Beheim's right. wife. Yeah, exactly. I ain't going after you know Kevin Stefanski's one thing. I ain't going mm-hmm. after Kevin Stefanski's wife. That ain't happening. So if she you is not a public figure, I'm not doing. If that. you are Will Smith. What is the next move? Is there any move? Uh, we've been, go, we've been waiting to Let hear from him. Uh, he had done kind of a BS mea culpa. Let it go. But well, does he does he need to say let something? It go. I don't think he can. I don't let think there's go. I don't think he there's apolo- any chance he, he lets it go. He apologized to the academy. He no. never yeah. apologized. Let to it go. Chris you Rock, did yeah. what you did. Yep. You went up there and slapped the hell out of him in front of mm-hmm. everybody and then he waited a year. And he made a hell of a lot of money on you. That was his get back on you. Yep. He didn't drag you into court. He mm-hmm. didn't go cry to Oprah like like he said. Mm-hmm. He didn't do any of that. Let it go. Let it. Don't stand down. What's done is done. You don't need anybody talking because what are we gonna? We, I didn't so remember I the joke. I did not remember the joke. You know what I remembered? You know what I remembered? Slap, I remember. Yeah. This, I remember. The entanglements. Yeah. That's what I remembered. Yeah. I thought he made a joke about the entanglements. Nope. So in five I years. I forgot he made a joke about alopecia, which, yeah. again, if she was walking down the street, still not. A, it's not. It's Honestly, the joke's not in good taste. Well, he it's didn't, not in good taste. It's not even but, that he made the joke about alopecia. He made the joke about a woman with no hair. Yes, that's true. Who is gorgeous with no hair. That's right. true. <laughs> and that's also true. So in, fi- in five years. That's true. In five years, 10 years, 15 years. Are we getting a sit down with the two of them? Because oh. probably. Obviously. I don't know. I, you know what, pretty mad. Obviously you know what this weekend, my answer would be no just based on this weekend. But that will be another opportunity. <laughs> I'm waiting to see. You said Will got banned for 10 years yeah. from the Oscars. Year 10, Chris Rock comes out and Will Smith comes out like Apollo Creed and Rocky for whatever is Will, and, is Will and his wife still together? Will and Jada yeah, still I believe together? So yeah, I no, I mean yeah, in ten, 10 years. years. Are they, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, in ten I years mean, are they still together? They've made it through this. Why wouldn't they be together in? Well, 10 we don't years? know. We don't know much about their relationship now. They have both stayed very low key. You don't know on all this stuff, and I mean, they're, but that that the entanglement stuff was not recent. That yeah. was one hell of an entanglement. That's a while Jesus. ago. That's what I'm saying is. If you if you're already years removed from that, who's to say ten years from now? But mm-hmm. which was odd. Chris Rock's like, I didn't have any entanglements, and I go, you sure about that? Yeah. I, I read some things. Well, and most of that special, he talked about how his ex wife is getting half of everything. Yeah, anyway, allegedly, not allegedly on the getting half. She's right getting now. half, but which he made that joke. She's not funny at all, and she gets well, yeah. she's <laughs> just as rich as I am. Which I was like, okay, was that's great. There were some good jokes. Um, I don't know. Pe- people like this, they, uh, in, in the end, like celebrities do crave attention. And will there be a moment? And what what is this doing to Will Smith's acting career? Like, is he down the road? Is it going to be okay? Will Smith can act again. He can start to take some of these roles where he's an older gentleman. Like, is this going to happen? And will Chris Rock, I mean, will they even, if they're at the same restaurant at the same time in Beverly Hills? Like, if you're the maitre d', do you have an obligation to go, uh, Mr. Smith, uh, Mr. Rock's actually inside? Right. 
Hey, Mr. Rock, uh, he has a uh, bottle of bubbly for you if you'd like. I, I, I'm just, I'm fascinated by this. Yeah. Maybe our listeners are like, it's Hollywood. Who cares? They may be. I still enjoy the hell out of this stuff. I enjoy that we had a big night of comedy. Whether you missed it or you didn't, you certainly heard about it. And that we can weigh in because when I was young, this is what the country did. The country all watched something and we all collectively <sighs> weighed in. And outside of sports, it's just not happening anymore. And that bums me out. We have such a fractured thing that people are, are stuck in a TikTok world where their TikTok influencers are famous as opposed to who goes on The Tonight Show. It kind of bums me out. I kind of miss that world. I really do. I like that you didn't. You still didn't see Sunday morning. You're not going to watch Sunday morning from this week, are you? You only watch it live. Was there something night. I got to see? They did a thing on Jimmy Fallon, and it okay. kind of changed the way I think of Jimmy Fallon a little mm-hmm. bit. As I've always been kind of lukewarm on Jimmy Fallon at best, going back to Saturday Night Live, because he... Um, I always thought he broke up laughing too much. He did. He ruined a lot of sketches. Yeah. And I was like, ah, come on, keep it together. But he, it, it, yeah, they, they painted a pretty mm. – I, I think he – is he on CBS? No, he's on NBC. Oh, that's yeah. right. They did a thing on Jimmy Fallon. It was pretty good. It, it, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, all right, I like you a little bit more now. I'm not a I'm, – I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of late-night TV, mm. obviously, because well, I can't watch anymore. I'm a fan of one show, Greg Gutfeld. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 